Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 13. Boys, we had a big, big, big week last week on DFS and hitting our lines. We're going to continue that momentum. We've been telling you guys all year as the season progresses, we get to know these players better. The end of the season is complete takedown time. So we're in it to win it, baby. Week 13, let's get this started. Ben, Jim, let's rock and roll, baby. I'm feeling, good about, the, feeling good about this week. Um, uh, there's... First glance of the slate is pretty terrible, but I think that we can uh, find some good value this week. So, absolutely. All right, guys. So we're gonna get started with our uh, stacks. Going with our quarterback plus stacks here in the beginning. I'm gonna lead off with Jimbo Rooney this week at his, <laughs> on his high player, no high value buddy. stack, the Rice and Rooney tree. <laughs> this week, I am going right back to a guy that. Just they just didn't play this. They haven't been playing great lately. Um, he's now priced down a little bit, and it's the ultimate get right spot is Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. Um, you can sack this any way you want to. You can go with Cup, you can go with Van Jefferson. Um, Cup went down a little bit in price, which I love. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's any ways to do it, right? If you want to get you know, some of the other guys involved, you could play Higby. Uh, and I like the run back options too on Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville's pretty terrible. Um, and I think that the Rams could like lay 50 on them this week. Um, so you don't have to play anyone from Jacksonville. Um, but you could play like Chenault or something like that. But, you know, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Trevor Lawrence has only thrown one touchdown pass so far this year. Uh, so, it's really bad. Uh, you know, he has not like had the greatest year, um, but I think the Rams are it, – it, it, if they don't do it this week, then they're then I don't know. Then they're, they're in trouble. real trouble. Yeah, right? no, I, I'm a big believer in if you are a contending team, yes, you're going to have your blunder weeks throughout the season. It's a long year. But these are the kind of games you just have to handle teams. Get out early, yeah. right? Your players aren't playing 85 plays on both sides of the ball. They need to take it to the Jaguars this week. I'm with you, Jim. So, yeah, play. so Trevor, Trevor Lawrence has obviously thrown more than one touchdown, but he's only thrown one touchdown in the past six weeks. So uh, that's not great. Um, so I think this is one what, what I might like to do is you could even play to get kind of weird because um, a lot of people are going to be on them is to add the defense into this stack, which is something that I don't typically do. But this is a game where, like, if you didn't really feel good about anything else outside of, like, Cup, you could go Matt Stafford, Cup, and then Rams defense. And, I mean, there you go, right? And that's because, what I call thinking out of the box. Yeah, it's it's just a little weird wrinkle, especially when you're playing GPPs, right? The, the game theory is going to go, you know, if you think that they're going to get turnovers, you know, they're going to be on a little bit shorter of a field. So the actual stats for the Rams might not be as great, but the touchdowns will be there. And you can offset some of that lossage of the yards by playing the defense and getting sacks and interceptions. And, you know, I mean, it, it's probably a good bet for a pick six. So I don't typically like to pay up for defense, but this week I am going to play a lineup that when I stack the Rams, I will be playing Jacks or uh, the Rams defense. No, I like that a lot. Vinny. Let's go to you. Yeah, I think uh, Jim might actually be part of the deep state and have my notes because he pretty Whoa. much stole everything I was about to say uh, about the Rams there. So, uh, yeah, obviously I'm on board with that. 
Um, if I'm going down the list, I think next up is Tampa. Um, oh, we, we, we saw them absolutely. Now you're fucking deep state. They tore Atlanta a new new one uh, last time they played them. Uh, I, I love the fact, you know, when we're getting down to the final six to eight weeks, we talked about it last week with Brady. You know, he started, this is when he starts to really lock in, right, as far as yeah, getting 100%. ready to go win his 95th Super Bowl. Um, so Hopefully not, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Atlanta's actually surprisingly not nearly as bad as people like think on the surface, but they're no match for this team. Um, Antonio Brown, he's out with an injury. He's suspended with a fake COVID card. Like he is, <laughs> he's out for a while, but, um, you know, I, I think it doesn't change anything for the fact that this offense is, you know, obviously insanely correlated, right? Like we're talking Evans, Godwin, Gronk has been fantastic. And, you know, you, you do have playoff Lenny uh, who is, is definitely playable here. I'm not going to go that direction this week, but I'm going more the air raid, but that's like it. Well, last week, the only lineups I lost were my Brady lineups. And it's because playoff Lenny had one of just a massive performance in the goal line and Brady wasn't throwing touchdowns for once. Tampa Bay was still dominating and putting up points. The offense was still rolling. Brady just wasn't getting the touchdown. So I'm going right back to Brady. I'm with you, Ben. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, it's too easy. It was just a bad beat. You know, they got inside the 10, the 15 and, and, you know, playoff Lenny just took over and it happens. So, uh, but Brady still had like a decent game. It wasn't like a bad game by him. So um, I'm rolling right back to him as well. So I like it. Joe, who, nice. who's your uh, favorite stack of the week? Um, well, you guys took my two favorites, but if I have to go with my number three, it's Joe Burrow with Cincinnati going yes. with our Jamar Chase, going with T yes. Higgins, right? Even mixing some Joe Mixon, no pun intended. Um, that, Ooh, I mean, the Chargers, great. the Chargers are – Flawed, nice run, man. They are very, very flawed. So the Chargers, I think everyone keeps thinking, well, they got the talent. You know, they're a good team. But the reality is they still are losing and they're, you know, giving up points every week. So in Cincinnati, their offense is charged. Yep. Joe Burrow is legit. And imagine if he wasn't getting hit so much. He's getting hit more than almost any quarterback in the league, and he's still doing what he's doing. Yep. Now imagine if he just has any kind of time. I mean – it's going to go off. And I like having Mixon a part of the stack because he has the receiving touchdown options in the red zone, and Mixon has been a bell cow for them. So I really like the Burrow-Mixon stack. That was going to be my only – I love the Burrow stack this week. My only concern is that the Chargers' run defense is absolutely horrendous. And I get it, right? And I think it'll, obviously Mixon is going to be popular. I like throwing Mixon into that stack to kind of get different if you do want mm-hmm. to play Mixon. Um, so I like that. But that's like that's like my only area because like last week, you know, the Bengals scored 41 points, but Burrow only put up 17 because they're just running the ball down Pittsburgh's throat. So, but what's amazing is 17 is his floor, and he's 6300. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's still getting around three X, even at his floor on a game where he's not the primary guy. Now imagine when he is the primary guy and you know how the Bengals and the Chargers play games. It's going to come yep. down to a three point game in the end. Burrow's going to be throwing the ball over place in the fourth quarter. Yep. And that's what's going to snake me back to the other side of this game. And I'm going to go right to my next one since you stole my first two. It's Justin Herbert with the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this one. whole game is so stackable. They have one of the highest totals of the day. I can see this game being 31 to 30. You know, up in that 30 range on both teams. I think you do double stacks both ways. And, you know, you got to get creative because most of these guys are pretty expensive. But if you can go with Burrow, save yourself $400, go with some Chargers receivers with Chase. I mean, you can get pretty creative with this. So 
Yeah, those are my those are one of my favorite. Guess my favorite game. So well, Mike Mike Williams pretty cheap. So he's yep. he's a guy that's been quiet the last few weeks. You know, he's a touchdown or bust guy. He's a guy that I I think you can easily get in there. Right, kind of fits nicely if you want to play play the full game stack. Um, because if you are going to do it, I think you should play both running backs because uh, that's a I mean, great Eckler, option. Eckler just, I mean, he 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 gets like nine targets a game. He's the new. He's this year's Christian McCaffrey, right? And they're using him like that. Um, yeah. Everyone think you know Herbert's been Herbert's a fantastic talent, but the fact of the matter is, is he has the lowest a dot of any starting quarterback in the entire NFL right now. And that might be a surprising stat to some people, but his average depth of target, like he's just not going to make the mistake. He knows he's got a great player in Austin Eckler and he, he's going to utilize him. Right. Well, and, his, and, and with his, that, like Keenan Allen's not exactly a deep threat either. Right? No, like, he's not. They're, they're all, both those guys are like 12 he's yards not. and then, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think that that's going to be good. I think that, you know, a lot of people are probably going to like that. So Getting to a full game stack there, I think, is is going to be the, your way to get different and just basically load up as many players as you can. Yep. Yeah. And if I had to choose, I have Herbert as my third. Uh, I like that side of the ball better in terms of quarterback, just because I think yeah. he does have more upside, and I think the Chargers lean on him more. You know, yeah, just I think to he's kind just of going to be forced to throw it right. Yeah, and to Jim's point, I mean. Eckler's really good, but Mixon's been in another stratosphere lately, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, both sides are awesome, but I'll leave Herbert there. All right. Is there anyone else here in the 6K range? I got someone I'm looking at, but I'll let you guys uh, take over here. Um, I mean, in the 6K range, no. Um, in the 5K range, I'm, I like the option of playing Taylor Heineke um in a washington potato stack uh against the raiders um the potatoes are all of a sudden in playoff contention they're they're actually in the play if the playoffs started today the potatoes would be in as as wild as that sounds um he's a guy that you know he picks up the the yards with his legs um mclaurin didn't have a great game last week um but i think he's a guy that bounces back and he's an he's an easy kind of add in there Obviously, Logan Thomas is his kind of safety blanket. So you have an easy double stack there. And then I like the options coming back. You get some really cheap options to run it back with the Raiders with Foster Moreau this week at 2,700 because um, Waller's going to be out. And then, you know, if you just play Moreau and then Renfro, I mean, either one of those guys as a run back or both of them, if you want to stack it up like that, um, I think is going to be pretty positive. Josh Jacobs also didn't practice today, um, which is a bit of a concern this late in the week. So Kenyon Drake, um, that might be another good option too, or if you wanted to get, you know, those two guys in there. So you've got a combination on the run back that I really like. Um, so if we're going to go low, I actually like that potatoes game as a, as a stack. And something to be noted in that game, McKissick has not practiced at all this week as of yet. Um, that just gives me more reason to play a Heineke with Gibson because they have been pounding the ball. Brandon Scherf at guard is doing his best Quentin Nelson impression this season. Yeah, he's playing uh, really well. Yeah, and Gibson is uh, running his ass off, even with his fractured shins, which he's proven is not an issue. So with McKissick's going out, I'm all in on um, Gibson with Heineke. So I like that a lot. Well, and the other guy who is back, you know, he played last week, 
got six targets right off the bat was Logan Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. At tight end. Um, so there's your third option. If you're not going to go Gibson, you know, you can go Thomas and, and Terry there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next stack that I'm looking at is Minnesota. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's having it. a hell of a year, oh, but I mean, jerk. you know what Kirk Cousins does against bad teams when the situations mm-hmm. aren't clutch, like last he's week when he, need, yeah, when he needs to get the play done. Eh, it might not happen, but when it's a blowout, I mean, this guy's throwing four touchdowns to Jefferson and Thielen, and this game's going yeah. off. No Dalvin Cook. Madison's probably going to get his. Madison's probably going to get most of the ownership from this game, but I really yeah. like doing the Cousins to Jefferson stack. Um, obviously, that's the connection. Thielen is completely secondary at this point. Thielen obviously can break out at any point. He has that kind of skill, but it's obvious in their offense that Jefferson is the main target. They're trying to get him the ball in the end zone and downfield. So um, don't look past Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I yep. mean, I, I like the I like the run back options on the other side of the game. I, I don't know if Swift is going to play. I don't think that he is. No, probably not. Um, so you know, you've got Jamal Williams, who I think is a great option. Who we've saw, seen it earlier this year when Smith was banged up. I mean, he he was just in there all literally the entire game, right? He's a cheap option to run back. Um, I don't know. Maybe Hawkinson would be my only other guy if you wanted to run it back in that game. But I, I would like, you know, just the Kirk wide receivers and then run it back with Jamal Williams. And I think you just kind of move on your way. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. like that. Anyone else that maybe is a little random here that you're liking? Oh, I oh I got a random one here. Oh, bring it, bring it on. Let's see. Let's hear so it. I, I like Kirk, but you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna strap this lineup up probably with a noose around my neck, just knowing how it's going to end. But at 5K, we could see a Big Ben resurgence oh, versus no. the Ravens. Oh, God. Oh, man. nope. It's not happening. 5K <laughs> is a – Giving our listeners bad advice. It's a complete free square. <laughs> complete. It's not, though. It is because you do have very clear options in a game that should play up because – Pittsburgh's defense is really bad. Baltimore's yeah, gonna they're score this week, right? So you look at it like the Steelers can't run the ball. Their offensive line's poor. He's gonna have to throw the ball forty plus times this game, right? We always talk about like you got Najee the receiving option. Deontay's out there. I think this game kind of has some sneaky shootout potential here, and I'm not saying I love it. I'm just saying for a five K, just burn it and move on. Five K saver. That opens up allowing you to play Deontay. You can get Eckler and Mixon, possibly even squeeze in a Taylor there. Like it opens the door on everything for a five. Yeah, but so like I get what you're saying, but I think there's so much other value in other spots this week. There is. I don't need to do that. Like I would. Big Ben got us 11 last week. Not us. We didn't play him. But I I mean, (laughs) like I would rather just play like Lamar. On the I hear you. Side and then just play Najee and Deontay because I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but in order for Ben to have the amount of points that we need, even at five thousand dollars, like we need him to get to like seventeen to twenty points, yeah, to, to help us win a GPP. And, and, and what if I'm gonna difficult? If I'm gonna go down that low, I want a quarterback. If I have the option that has some running ability, which again, it's Tyrod Taylor. Now. He only got a 16 last week, but it was still 3x, right? This is the floor. This is the absolute floor for Tyrod Taylor. He's going to get us our 3x at 5,300 because of his running ability. 
mm-hmm. he's gonna get us those extra rushing yards, that extra three or four points that we need from him. So if I'm gonna go down in the 5K range or low 5K range, I'd rather do a Tyrod Taylor because he can actually run the ball. Big Ben last week, I mean, it was pathetic watching it was. him. I was laughing out loud hysterically every time he got hit, every time he tried to run away from somebody. It was a joke. I hear so, what you're saying. So I, Vinny, I'm just saying from the so sense. Vinny, yeah. If you're going for value, why aren't you playing neck? Yeah, that has, I won't do. So neck, is, has, neck is Glennon, everybody. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Mike Glennon. Um, the <laughs> dead men, $4,000. Okay, that's a free square. Sort of. He, he, he has the same base projection as Ben this week. Right, but what Maybe I'm saying is, like, than if, Daniel Jones. if you're going to throw out guys like Heineke, who put up 12 points last week, and Carr two weeks ago put up 11, I'm just saying, like, all these guys have 20-point potential, what I'm, right? Well, what like, I'm saying uh, is the, the reason that you're making, if you're looking for savings, the play is neck. I mean, the play is not Ben, because Ben could get hurt. I mean, he's already like hobbling around out there. Yeah, but yeah. The, the reality like is, the reality is, neck is going to get you at least your twelve points because they're going to be behind and yes. they're going to be throwing the ball. He's going to be dumping it down, getting completions. He's still going to throw for two fifty. I mean, he might throw three picks, but he's going to get you at least your twelve points. So I agree with Jimmy. If you're going to go for a free square play, but I'm looking at it from a, a just a game script perspective. Like I don't want to spend too much time on it. I'm saying this is no. a crazy ass like wild well, dart throw here. But, but like Najee's last two games have 12 carries and eight. Like they can't run the ball. They're gonna be trailing, right? Like so. It's just, but it's okay. the same, it's the same, exact it's the same game situation script. as Clinton. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you're saving a thousand dollars. But Ben is at least, even though you know his best days are behind him and he's got a hundred injuries, he's a real quarterback. Even if he's a show himself versus neck, I, I'm gonna play neck now. I've oh talked my myself God. into playing a neck lineup. So, all right, Vinny, I, let, let's just do a straight I would, up bet. I would love Twenty bucks. Hear... What guy has more DraftKings points Sunday, Ben or Neck? I'll I'll take Neck. All right, straight we'll up. Neck. Let's do it. I'll take Neck. That's fine. All right, let's go. Yeah. All right. You arguing Big Ben is like trying to argue Eli Manning in his final final season. It's just you just don't play him. I'm gonna be his biggest cheerleader on Sunday. Watch. All right. All right. Let's move on to running. Yeah. Let's move on to running backs. Jesus Christ. Playing playing Mike Glennon and betting on Mike Glennon. So Vinny, so hasn't given us any more weird uh, takes here. No rabbit holes. It's not a good. Play. I'm gonna let Vinny uh, lead us off with the uh, the high end running backs here, so he doesn't give us anything too please, weird. Please, yeah. I mean, right now, if ownership holds, as far as what I'm seeing, uh, I'll definitely have Jonathan Taylor. Um, I know he's 9200. As Jim pointed out, there's a lot of value on this slate. Like it opens the door for a lot here. I don't think you have to like bend, you know, into like multiple 3K guys to squeeze them in. Like there's value all over the place. So, He's in an amazing matchup. He's been getting the rock. Like, it, I, I know there's a lot that could go wrong into what you were saying, Joe. But if ownership holds right now where he's, from what I'm looking at, the fourth highest owned running back, I'll play it. What? No doubt. Yeah, yeah no, everyone's awesome. going value this. Everyone's going how, value this week. How it's ranking out for me right now is James Conner, Eli Mitchell, Daryl Henderson, and then Jonathan Taylor at 18%. If that changes and it starts to sweep like you were talking about, Jim, and he starts getting to 25, 30 plus percent, that is now a decision, obviously, to make the fade. But yeah. for now, I will be playing him. Jesus. I mean, you kind of almost have to, right? If he's going to be mm-hmm. under 20%, I mean, shit. 
I think a lot of people for the rushing title this year too, and they're not gonna. He's gonna go for it. I think to Joey's point, I think a lot of people are looking at the value on the slate, and they're looking at cheap running backs, and they're gonna go that direction, which is a good way to pivot and go up up top because I like all three above AK. So and and the reality is, guys, this is another division game. We were hot on the division games last week. That's what won us money because these games go down the nitty gritty of the wire. I know the Colts have been on fire lately, and the Texans. I mean. The Texans haven't been playing bad. I hate to say it, but um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's listen, a division game. It's a division game. No matter what, these these AFC South is weird. It gets really weird, and I think this game is going to be a game. Well, Indy's still trailing by two games in the division to Tennessee. Yes. Like th- this is mm-hmm. a must win. You know what I mean? Like so, they're not going to like take these guys lightly. You know, so no, I, I, if Jonathan Taylor again, if his ownership doesn't start skyrocketing, like I'm all I'm all over it. Okay. Jim, let's go to you. Um, let's, uh, I mean, we already touched on Eckler and Mixon. Uh, we can probably move below that. We know we're yeah. on them. So, um, I, I mean, I think you have to go back and at least consider the Cordero Patterson train. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is a pass funnel. Um, if he's 100% healthy, he's Matt Ryan's favorite weapon. Um, I like Russell Gage as a wide receiver, right? But I mean, those are just easy little dump off passes that I think Patterson is going to just. I don't. Get I don't trust of. basic uh, slot receivers in DFS anymore. <laughs> okay. The upside well, is very low. So I'm just saying with Russell Gage, he's a fine receiver. Just I just don't like him in DFS. So the upside so, is way too low. So it's it's for me it's Patterson and then my other guy, uh, just like kind of as a one off, is a guy that we're I'm sure we're going to talk about again, um, but is Elijah Mitchell for the Niners. Um, I don't know why they didn't raise his price that much. Um, I think they raised it 200 bucks from last week, maybe 400, but it's still not enough for the amount of volume that they're getting. And I guess that the, the people at DraftKings who set the algorithms don't watch the games. I mean, the Niners <laughs> actively know that they can't win games with Jimmy G throwing the ball 25 to 35 times a game. They need to run the ball. They're going to be on the road versus Seattle. It's a division game that they have to win. Like, I don't know how you don't just play all of the Elijah Mitchell. And to your point earlier, like if people are going to play, if that many people are going to play James Conner, then then Mitchell's ownership is not going to get anywhere near where it should be. And that's perfectly fine with me. That's just an easy pay $100 more and then go get it, right? Yeah. I'm with you because another guy that's slating to be really chalky there is Miles Gaskin. I, I think Mitchell's going to be super low on this week. I, it, it just blows me away. Like it, people, like if you watch the games, not just like your own game, but if you watch the game and then look at the trends of what the Niners, the Niners started winning when they started running the ball 30 plus times a game. Right. I mean, it's, it's just like clockwork, right? It's, and then like James Conner, Miles Gaskin, like, Okay. Like, well, I, I actually take it back, Jim. I mean, looking at, again, Thursday night ownership here is what I see. I think of the chalk build is going to be like people are going to start their lineups with James Conner, Eli Mitchell, Daryl Henderson. They're going to take the three low 6K running backs, which, again, kind of leads me to loving the up top with the Taylor. But that's fine. Mixon, like, you know, I'll, Mitchell's got to be over 25% for me to not play him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying as far as like where the chalk is leaning. I mean, he had 33 points last week, and I, I mean, he's and now we get no Debo Mm -hmm. for the whole game. I mean, yeah, they're gonna lean on him more. Yeah, 
Um, I'm going to go to my next running back. Yeah, I like like these value picks. And some of these guys that aren't even going high-owned, like a Miles Sanders. He's going against a Jets team that is pathetic. I'm not And Boston Scott, (laughs) probably not going to play this week. You got Jordan Howard, probably not going to play this week. Jalen Hurts' ankle is messed up. He might not be running around doing his thing as much. This could be a game where Miles Sanders does what everyone thinks he should be doing at 5,100 um, and or 5,200, and he's only he's less than 5% owned. So Miles Sanders is going to get the bell cow type of carries this week. I think Miles Sanders, I'm not calling him a core play, but I'd rather play him than go with a guy of the same skill set that's up at 25, 30% just because another starter is out. Miles Sanders is starter quality player. They just don't give him the damn ball. Well, but it's but all leading him getting the ball this week. Time, but it's all really? leading to him getting the ball. I know, but it's all leading to him getting the ball again this week. Not I get again, it. But he's starting to get more carries these last two weeks since he's came back from his injury. He's trending upwards. People aren't seeing it. This is something you can hop on before he blows up and he gets back up to 25% ownership next week and we all jump back off. I will right. have zero shares of Miles Sanders this week. All right. You can okay. run into the stock like market it. late. All right. You can run into like the stock it. market late. Do you I guys mean, like Joey, anyone else down here? I mean – down here, I mean, we talked about it earlier. I think Jamal Williams is just yeah. No one, no one's gonna play him. Um, like he he has a floor. I think like a base projection of somewhere between eighteen to twenty points. Um, mm-hmm. He's projecting right now on the best uh, the best point per dollar value on the entire slate at about three point eight three points per dollar. So that works out to a base projection of about 21 points <laughs> at $5,400. I mean, I might just go lock button in hundred percent of my lineups with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those weeks where I really think that you need to try and work to get three running backs in your lineup. Um, use your flex. I don't love using my flex um, for morning game guys, but if I'm going to this week, it's going to be a running back. Yeah. I'm with you. Wait, I know we kind of skipped over him. What's your guys' take on Madison this week? Uh, I mean, that's the only time the algorithm gets it right is whenever Dalvin yeah. Cook gets hurt. It's literally yeah. the only thing DraftKings knows is <laughs> let's price Madison up when yeah. Dalvin gets hurt. They know that, but they don't know how to do any other pricing changes. Um, yeah. Strange. I mean, he he got the, the bell cow last time versus Detroit when Dalvin missed and he put up 30 sure. points. No, absolutely. Uh, so, yes, he's not cheap. But I, I have a hard time getting away from him if if Dalvin's out, which the guy's got like two torn labrums. I don't know how he. Yeah, he's, 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 he's out playing. for two. He's out for two weeks. Okay, they have him questionable this week. I'm like, okay. Well, he did practice. Uh, I mean, he's he's a tough son of a bitch. It's like he he's, I mean, he's obviously you know we've heard the stories of his impending legal battles. I don't think he's like maybe Try- all there. Well, he's just, he's probably trying just to rack up the game checks before they. Uh, well. <laughs> That, that uh, anyways, dry, but. No, he's always been a tough man. But something that should be noted here is that Daryl Henderson for the Rams has not practiced yet this week from a quad injury he sustained on Sunday. He's getting over 20% ownership right now. The pivot is Sony Michelle. And now Sony might take a ton of ownership if Daryl Henderson goes out because everyone might just flip to him. A hundred percent. He will. He will. But I mean, at 4,300, that's a free square for a running back and a Rams team going against the Jaguars. If he's the starter. And even I, if he is a 50% owned, I feel like you, you got to throw him in there in that free. Square. I've got more interest in playing Michelle. If Daryl Henderson is active, because I think it's one of those situations where Daryl Henderson gets hurt or they're pounding Jacksonville 
and then they just run Michelle. Mm-hmm. If Michelle, if if Henderson's not going to play, and they they announce that like Saturday, I I don't know. I might I'm yeah. probably just go. I, I would rather just play a guy like Jamal Williams. I know it's not the savings all the way down to forty three hundred, um, but I'm already playing neck at four thousand. So how much more savings do I need? That, yeah, that lineups where you're playing Brady or something. That, that Michelle play, <laughs> I think that's like very logical, Joe. I just that's like one of my core rules in like the best as far as I try to stick to is like I'm not going to play bad running backs that so are he's become, not bad. that become ultimate. I don't think he's very good, Joe. But but if he shifts, if he shifts to 30, 35 percent, there's no way I'm playing that. Yeah, that's what you I'm saying. What I mean? Like if Henderson, no, if Henderson's yeah, yeah, yeah. ruled out, then I'm not playing because you're you're thinking right. I'm just saying of the huge amount of no, the field like, is going to go that direction. I like know? I like Jimmy's take on it and hoping that they're crushing him and Sony gets all those second half carries with no ownership and he squeezes a touchdown in for us. Yeah, like I'm um, rooting yeah, I like I'm that rooting for Henderson to to be active cuz if Henderson is going to be active, then everyone will just do the stupid like, "Oh yeah, he's not going to play at all." When it's like, "Okay, well this guy was hurt all week. Like yeah. he's obviously going to play some and if they're kicking their ass, he's going to play a lot." So, yeah, that, that's I, uh, where I'm interested for him. I, yeah, and I think no, the I like only that. guy that I mean, I don't know if we touched on or not. Uh, but if he, if he's, you mentioned it, it's like misses. I do really like Gibson a lot. Yeah, yeah, we talked about, yeah. which we talked about. Yeah, it, yeah, but I just want to make sure you touch on that because for 5,700, I mean, you're gonna get. You, you could put him and, and Williams in to start a lineup at. Yep. You know, and, and, and you're basically 11k in your salary, yeah. and you've got two bell cows. So yeah, I think those guys are both core plays. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on to receiver. Let's try to stay away from guys that we mentioned in our stacks. Any maybe yeah. one-off guys or guys your uh, your eyes light up a little bit when you see their matchup this week. Um, either one of you who wants to jump on it. All right. Well, I won't mention Deontay with my Ben stack. Not uh, don't mention that. <laughs> oh uh, but uh, I think one guy that I think their only shot to win this game and where this team is very vulnerable is I'm going to be playing some Tyler Lockett at 6,500. I think the Seahawks are completely trash and washed as a team, but that's not to say when he's playing against Josh Norman, he doesn't connect on a few bombs. Yes. So at 6,500, I've never really gotten a Lockett week, right? So I'm hoping this is it. Uh, I think you're good. Ever since the uh, DK OnlyFans video, Russ won't throw the ball to him. Dude, so his stats okay. are outrageous. Like he he's getting nothing from Russ. No, Russ yeah. won't even look at him. No, it's like pretty obvious that he is like. I think uh, my theory on Twitter is DK bang Ciara, and this is his punishment. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that why Russ had uh, had security at his party that he had to make sure yep. that. DK and Ciara didn't didn't go wandering I, in. I think the, he just Russ is, you know, Russ is just like as an altar boy looks at him as just like a a, a creature, like a creep. Yes. Like yeah. get this yeah. like sick human away from me who like has yeah. you of course, you know. Yeah, yeah it's much. pretty obvious. No, so I do like the lock and play a lot. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little scared of it because Seattle is that fucking bad right now. They're really it bad. Is, they're sad to watch. But the good they're thing really- is like Lockett is a guy that could go three for 98 with two touchdowns. Yeah, you that's know, like, and that, the, that's the one yeah. thing that Niners corners have problems with is the small, quick guys. The 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 guys like DK, they do a little bit better against because they can body them up. They're a little bit more physical. Um, and you've got some younger guys like Hufanga in the middle playing pretty well, and that's where DK runs a lot of his routes. Um, but then you've got the guys who have 
fucking, I mean, petrified wood for hamstrings and Josh Norman. And I mean, he's just <laughs> so bad. Man. He's everyone's like, Oh yeah. He causes all these forced fumbles. Like that's fucking great. He also gets torched. <laughs> like, you know, Tim Allen torched the Turkey on Christmas and Santa Claus. He's fucking terrible. Like, I really wish we would just play some of the younger guys who can't even play, you know, be active. But anyway, that's a I, I like the I like the petrified uh, wood. All right, take yeah. it. Easy. Yeah, that was good. All <laughs> um, right, my uh, my one off receiver here is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. When have you ever seen whoa. him at sixty two hundred? Yeah, that's pretty insane. Um, I know he's coming off injury, and people, I guess, will forget about him. Like we always talk about, his ownership will be lower. I mean, I know there's the risk he comes out of the game because his hamstring acts up again. Speaking but, of petrified hamstrings. Uh, but 62 oh – and but the, Hopkins is a tough motherfucker, right? Like if they were more in the race, I think if they were tied with the Niners or whatever for the division lead, I think he would have been in a couple weeks ago. I think yeah. they've been yeah. holding him out yeah. intentionally because they have such a lead. I think Hop is completely ready to go. Kyler's back. Um, so they both could have played two weeks ago, but they just exactly. keep winning. So they're like, all right, well, we'll just rest these guys. Yeah, yeah. like what's, so, what's the point, right? So he did have Bears, a bye week last week, right? Yeah. Too they were That's on a really bye. Good call. If 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 there was going to be a week to play him, it's coming off the bye. It's probably the healthiest he's going to be since the he's start got of the, the season. He's got the Q tag next to his name, which scares people away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that, Joe. I like that. It's yeah, bad, I mean, it's, it's not a bad call. I don't know how in the hell DeAndre Hopkins can be sneaky, but I think he's sneaky this week. <laughs> yeah, he's just I think old. you're right. I mean, he's just old. I mean, he's still it is what it is. Um, what else are you thinking, Jim? Um, I mean, yeah, we're kind of getting down. I mean, we mentioned him as kind of part of the run back on that stack, but I really like Hunter Renfro this week at yeah. 5,800. I mean, he's just cars, comf- you know, safety blanket. Um, Brandon Ayuk at 5,600 this week with no Debo in a game where they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit. I think, I know they want to try and run the ball, um, but with Debo out, it condenses that offense down um, in the passing offense, basically into IU can Kittle. And then a collection of other guys who used to work at Lowe's and load lumber on the weekends um, who I don't really know half their names. And, you know, so like these guys are going to be the guys that are they're going to go to. They're going to scheme plays specifically for IU. He's out of the doghouse or whatever now. So 5,600. And then, I mean, we talked about as part of the stack as well. Mike Williams at 5,700. The upside that he presents in a GPP, I mean, he's got 25 to 30-point upside very, very easily in a game that they're going to need to throw the ball quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. He's been quiet. He was quiet last week. He had the good Sunday night game. Um, so those are three guys down in that like mid five. That so like. I'm going to stay just because you're right in that range. I'm going to go next with Michael Don't Pittman. Take my at 50, okay. Michael Pittman, 5,700. Yeah. Again, they're, they're not, I know he hasn't been scoring a ton of points the last couple of weeks, but he's still outside of Jonathan Taylor, the focal point of that offense. And you know, this happens where one of these weeks, Michael Pittman's going to be one that scores two or three touchdowns and not yep. Taylor. And Pittman hasn't scored a touchdown in three games. People are falling off of Pittman. And I'm going to be lining Pittman up in a lot of lineups this week as a one-off guy um, in between my stacks, hoping that Pittman gets a touchdown or two. I think he's absolutely due. All right. And his price never moves. 5700 yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I mean, you get everybody saying, oh, yeah, Indy's going to pound Houston, blah, 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 blah. And it's Division one of those game. games that eh, it might be a little closer, right? Yep. You know, so 
Yeah, what? I, I think that's one that he's he's sandwiched between some other guys like Renfro and Higgins, I think, who are going to pick up a little bit of ownership too. Yeah, and one guy that we didn't mention that I love this week, and I think he's really, really sneaky uh, at 6,100. The the age old saying like what squeaky wheel gets the grease. I don't know. Did you see Devontae Smith throw his helmet and start ripping Nick Sirianni's ass at the end of last game about well, not getting a target? Well, Maybe. he's got a point because Jalen Rager he absolutely has a point. Jalen Rager, Rager shit. is absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, he sucks. He might he might be he might be the Eagles Dante Pettis. Uh, yeah, I mean. This, that, I mean, they they picked Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson, so I think Devontae uh, Smith they yeah. like actively <laughs> to get him the ball versus the Jets. Like, dude, this has like 30 40 point upside this week. I think. Yeah, I mean, um, he, he was on my my maybe list, but you know, after just kind of remembering that, I mean, epic timing for a rookie to do that. Like, just I mean, dude, he's, 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 the, he's the alpha either. in the offense already, like, he's, he's really, really good. good. He's not wrong. I mean, he's there because they drafted Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson. How, how long I, do you how long do you think Sirianni lasts there? Like one more year? He's they'll got give a, him another year. They'll give him another year after this. But I, I mean, if it's not like you know, I'm, even I'm, if I'm, next year, if it's like a wild card one and done situation, I still think he gets canned. I, I Philly's mean, just got, gonna eat his lunch. Yeah, I just. He, he just got to produce and it, he's, he's a little bit shorthanded and his hands are a little bit tied because I, I think Jalen hurts is, is a decent quarterback, but I think he's pretty limited. Um, but again, they, they needed weapons. They missed in the draft last year and they drafted Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. So this year they had to go, they, they took Devonta Smith, right? They, they kind of fell to him, just kind of worked out. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, um, Joe, drop going down, down low. I want to go down uh, low. Yeah, there's this guy that, I mean, you talked about the stack earlier, Jim, but we didn't mention this player at all. He's the oh, emerging player in this offense. Please, please. I know you, I think I know who you're talking about. 3,600. Ooh, no. DeAndre Carter. Yeah, he's, now, he's a good one. No, he has been getting the targets. He has two touchdowns in his last three games. Him and Heineke are creating a report. And if you're actually watching the Potatoes play right now, DeAndre Carter is pretty goddamn explosive. Kind of out he of is. nowhere. It's like this guy is, you know, he's twitchy. When he gets the ball in his hands, he can make things happen. And he's obviously getting himself open. So, and teams are obviously putting doubles on McLaurin. And DeAndre Carter is benefiting. And at 3,600, that is an absolute free square, in my opinion. With a game total, that's one of the highest of the week. All right. Okay. Yeah, I like Jim, that one. Who do, you like, who do you like down low? Uh, well, at 3,400, somebody who, Vinny, you know, I hate to bring this up from last week. I forgot to put him in my Thanksgiving Day lineups, uh, is Josh Reynolds. <laughs> uh, at 3,400. I mean, he's he's the number one receiver on, on the Lions right now. He's such an easy run back option, especially if we need to do a full stack. We didn't talk about him when we talked about that stack, but at thirty four hundred mm-hmm. for a guy that you know they're going to be down, they're going to be throwing the ball. Who has a rapport with Jared Goff? I mean, it's it's just so hard to see him getting anything less than ten points this week. I mean, obviously it's possible, but the likelihood of it happening compared to some of these other guys down here is like night and day. Right. I mean, he's going to get five to seven targets. He's going to have 
you know, probably one of those, two, at least one, maybe two of those targets come in the red zone. So, like, for 3,400, that might be another one where I just I, lock that I one might, I might have one better because oh, of don't do it. Par- don't. apparently illnesses for the Houston Texans. Oh. The number one potential receiver for the Texans this week is $3,100 in Nico Collins. Nico and Collins. again, yeah. guys, 3100 for a number one? <laughs> what? That's just <laughs> Houston every week, though. No, absolutely, no, for sure. But if Cooks, Cooks is out... Right, because he's been sick all week, and they're saying he might not go. I didn't practice Conley, today. Conley's, Conley hasn't practiced this week. Amendola is out. Their next receiver on their depth chart is Nico Collins for the number one spot. You know, rumor has it that the receiver room just all shared and drank a bunch of Visine trying to get out of the line. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's just – I don't know. If, you, if you're strapped for cash in some of your high-priced lineups, I mean, a Nico Collins throw a dart might, uh, might benefit you. Yeah. Maybe you play play Nico and Josh Reynolds together, and you could basically just get whoever the hell else you want to. Yeah, I could say that, and I got one other guy down there that I'll have a little bit of uh, at thirty two hundred as my major pay down this week, and that's Zay Jones. Um, I don't think he's a very good receiver, but he got seven targets last week versus Dallas. Um, what did he do with him, Vinny? He's not very good. That's the problem. <laughs> it's, he's getting the targets. Five, five catches for 60 yards, 11 points. I mean, at 3,200. Again, if he's yeah. going to get those kind of targets, like it's pretty yeah. evident. I think we can kind of conclusively say, sorry, Raider Nation, that Brian Edwards is not a combination of Terrell Owens. And Can't get open. What was the other one? Randy uh, Moss, I think it was when he gets, two. When he, gets, when, he gets the, when he gets the ball, it's like, oh, shit. But the yeah, guy he's not can't good. get himself open. He just can't he, get himself open. It's really he, frustrating yeah. as a fan, he, actually. He's <laughs> not good. And Zay Jones, I mean, say what you want about him. He's at least, like, stepping up to fill that rugs void a little bit. Um, again, a 3,200. We're talking about – I mean, we're talking about guys that are just bottom of the barrel. You know, you're hoping yeah. to get 10, 12 points out what of what I think, if I so could just get... from uh, from my perspective, if... the reason Zay Jones plays so much, by the way, is because he is actually a decent blocker, and he puts himself in the shit to block, and that's why he's in most plays. Okay, he's, really he's going to be on the guy. He's going to be on yeah. the field, and now you remove a Darren Waller and all of his targets. Right, they got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So thirty two hundred against Washington's piss poor pass defense. Like, I'm I'm going to have some Zay Jones this week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh? Sure. Why not? Let's, Let's move on, on tight, to tight end, end. boys. Let's Where are we it. looking? Well, well, I mean, I'll kind of continue what I was talking about with the Niners, with the offense being so condensed down, and now they dropped George Kittle's price five hundred bucks from last week. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll gladly pay fifty nine hundred. Um, I I think that you know it's pretty clear what Jamal Adams is and that he's not very good. And that might been, might've been one of the worst trades in the last five years at Seattle, giving up two number ones and a number two for a guy who can barely tackle and can't Let's cover play. really anybody. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got a big mouth, but he's like the more popular version of Jonathan Abrams. Yes. Like, there's just not a lot that he can do. Like he just gets caught flat footed gets caught guessing caught looking in the backfield not playing his assignments and they just get absolutely fucking torched all the time mm-hmm. now with the niners that are going to have a guy like george kittle who's an explosive guy down the middle that's the perfect kind of guy and i think this is one of those weeks that we've yeah. been kind of waiting for especially if you own george kittle in the season long league where he could have that 27 to 32 point game this week well um, I, I you, mean, you I, said it earlier with debo out 
Right. Exactly. He's going to have to be a big part of the game It just condenses everything down. And uh, he's going to be my favorite guy if I'm going to pay up this week. Yeah, All right, sure. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pay up this week, and I hate saying this, but the, it's the writings on the wall for Mark Andrews. Um, Pittsburgh's defense has not been great. Lamar's main outlet is Mark Andrews running over the middle of the field because linebackers are so concerned with Lamar running the football. Yep. And have you noticed that Mark Andrews probably has the most uncontested catches in the NFL? Like he's throughout the last three years, he's constantly wide the fuck open. Yeah, people just don't cover him, and I think the reason is because linebackers have their eyes in the backfield of Lamar, and Andrews sneaks behind him every single time. So Andrews finds himself open all the time. Yep, and against Pittsburgh, which has not given me much confidence, and with their defense outside of their defensive line. Mark Andrews, if I'm paying up, he's the guy for me. Kittle just hasn't shown me enough yet. I understand where you guys are coming from. He has that upside. I just don't see it from the Niners' offense yet, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but I Mark think you Andrews have to remember. Shown he can get those two or three touchdowns. And we're like, how? Like, can you guys cover this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I hear it. It makes sense. The, the, thing, the thing for me, Joe, is that, like, down around the goal line without Debo, they run that little inside sweep to yes. Kittle. Yeah. And they they like to do that with Debo, and Kyle Shanahan would much rather hand the ball off. I mean, I mean, this is really, really terrible. And again, I don't know why we're not playing Trey Lance because Jimmy gives you zero run threat. But he would rather hand the ball off to one of our dynamic weapons in the red zone than trust Jimmy to throw them the ball. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw it against the Jags. Jimmy can't throw a four yard check down to a guy that doesn't have somebody fifteen yards with him for a touchdown, right? Yeah. So. That that that's kind of where I'm going with that. I, I I don't think Mark Andrews is a bad play whatsoever. I just particularly think this week that Kittle is going to have that spike game that he kind of has once a year, and I'm hoping that it's going to be this week. Yeah, I, I like the play. It's a, it's a great <laughs> outside play for sure. Yeah, um, Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Um, anybody else above five thousand, Vinny? Um, above five. Go I'm ahead, playing. Go. I'm playing Gronk in 80 percent of lineups. Yeah, we talked about him in the stack earlier. Yeah, yeah I like we talked about the stack, but it has to be mentioned. I have a little bit of interest in Zach Ertz. Uh, the Bears' defense sucks. Uh, my only nervous or be nervous about it is if Hopkins is back and Kyler's back, who hasn't even played with Ertz. I don't think since they've traded for him. Uh, you know, uh, the, uh, he has, but I, I, I not hear time, that but, concern. I'm just going through some of the 5K guys. Um, right. The only other guy that's like mid tier that like I could see myself playing um you know I, I like you know we're not going to talk about obviously stacks so I'm not going to mention Pat Fryer with the 4200 I really like but Logan Thomas right below him is is a guy yeah. I mentioned earlier but 4k yeah. I think he's in a great spot I mean they said they were going to limit his targets and ease him back in well he got six targets right out of the gate last week so yeah. um in this Raider game that ass. we think could pop off a little bit I like Logan Thomas yeah uh, All right. got, um, I've only got one other person, so Joey, same you here. Have and I'm not going to lie to you, I don't like the play, but I think this is a week where he gets us a touchdown or two, and it's Tyler Higby at 3,800. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been a little cold with Stafford recently, but, you know, without Robert Woods, I think they're still figuring out that offense. Tyler Higby did get five targets last week. He only caught one of them, but it's the Jaguars. And I can see Tyler Higby definitely getting his at 3,800. So I think he's another one. If you need to save some money at tight end, I'm probably going to go down to him. Otherwise, I'm up at Gronk and Andrews. I, I really like to pay up at tight end this week outside of that. 
Yeah, I would prefer to pay up at tight end, but I am going to be playing a fair amount of Foster Moreau at 2,700. Mm, uh, yeah, of course. He's got, yeah. he's he's just, got the same yeah. projection as yeah. Conklin, as well, Moreau, Thomas. Moreau's good. Like, yes. Foster Moreau is actually really good. It's just he yes. just happened to have Darren Waller in front of him this entire time. Like, yes. he does it all, too. Like, when he when his contract runs out at the end of the year this year, he will not be re-signing with the Raiders because Darren Waller is there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to go somewhere, and he's actually going to get a nice contract, and he's going to be one of those free agents this year that people go like, wait, somebody just gave that guy three years, like $32 million? Like, yeah, he's really fucking good. And he's got a lot of a lot of life left on the tires too, because he just doesn't play very much. Yeah, right? he's like twenty three. Yeah, he's a young kid. Um, they didn't pick up his fifth year option, so he's going to be a free agent. I mean, I, I just really like the play this week. Derek Carr loves throwing to his tight ends. He's been there yeah. for long enough where he has that rapport with Carr. And the potatoes uh, defense against tight ends just isn't great. So, uh, if I'm not going to pay up, I mean, I think. For me, I think Logan Thomas is probably going to be the lowest guy. And then from there, I'll just go all the way down to to Moreau. And honestly, this week, I would prefer Moreau over Thomas just because he's $1,300 less. No, the Moreau plays great. I did an um, immediate swap this week and put Moreau in my starting lineups in all my uh, year-long leagues where I had Waller. So, yep. no, I don't know why I didn't bring him up. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you guys ready to move on to defense or is there any other weird tight ends there? No, I'm good. No, I've, I think I've already gotten weird enough with my with my uh, Mike Glennon call, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for now. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, let's move on to defense. Let's uh, let's try to start from the bottom and find any uh, in the bottom of the barrel there. Start from the bottom. Dude, I'm not going to lie. It was a little tough this week finding someone. Jim, I mean, is there anybody that jumps at you? I have one. I yeah, like I think it. I think uh, I like the potatoes at 2,500. Um, I think I like the Raiders a little bit more at 2,800 just because of the pass rush that they can generate. Um, Tyler Heineke kind of holds the ball quite a bit. Um, so I, I don't mind those two. Um, other than that, like I mentioned earlier, I think this is going to be a week that I just pay all the way up to the Rams at 4,000 because there's so much value elsewhere. I think that this is one of those weeks that the Rams could have the like 15 to 20 point game. And I kind of want to be a part of that. I'm no, I'm sure they're going to be a little bit higher owned because, you know, a lot of times people don't like to pay down, you know, the average player doesn't like to pay down for some of these really shitty defenses that we like to play. Um, But this week, I mean, I I just think that that's where I would probably be most comfortable um, unless you guys had anything different. Yeah. The only game I really like, it's the dolphins. Um, yeah, their their mm-hmm. defense has been playing very well lately and their last four games 23 5 18 17 they're getting turnovers they're causing things they're playing hard and oh, the giants offense is yeah. atrocious now, now they're they going get against jim's neck <laughs> they're going against the neck so the dolphins are going to be a core play of mine yeah i don't know uh, why saving 700 now from the I'm saving 700 pile. from the rams but i do like the rams play the rams could easily win this game 40 to zero pile, <laughs> so, pile loser flesh walking around new york yeah uh, i can see this dolphins game literally being another you gotta, like 13 you to gotta do that just... you gotta do that huh <laughs> yeah it's gotta belittle my player <laughs> that much this is so wrong i hear you uh one team i'm gonna keep playing them um i 
I know the matchup doesn't look amazing, but division games get weird. Uh, they seem to know each other. I'm going to continue to play Houston. Um, they're getting six, eight, Their ten points a game. Their actually all right, yeah. Dude, they play mm-hmm. hard. They're not yeah. like a rollover, you know, group like Jacksonville, which is just an embarrassment to the NFL. Like, they actually try, you know, which, yep. you know, I know we're not giving out a – orange slices at halftime here, but Houston will give an effort. And if they can just contain Taylor a little bit, Wentz is bound to make some stupid ass plays and turn the ball over. So maybe you get a pick six or something out of it. So, well, yeah, he, like we kind of talked about, he's the, he's the guy that he just makes some of those really weird plays. Yeah. And like, that's all you really need. Like you get one pick six yeah, and, and I mean you're sitting pretty. I mean I don't totally. The, the Colts run the ball so much that I don't think that they're going to put up like, you know. It'll pro- I think that if they win in a dominant fashion, it'll be you know, thirty four to ten or something like that, right? It's not going to be like a fifty point type game. No. I don't think we'll see, it won't. It won't shoot up. Yeah. No. So and um, and the, the only other team up high that you guys didn't really talk about, I don't think, uh, that I have a little bit of interest in, kind of right in that like mid three K range is uh, Arizona defense. Uh, see, I don't like that. Chicago sucks, dude. Arizona's coming off of a bye. I don't, I don't think. I don't think, I don't think Arizona's defense is very good. I'm no, good no, but I think it could very much be like an Andy Dalton. Um, I know I played the Red Rifle last week on Thanksgiving and he balled <laughs> out, but he's not good. Um, right. And, right. And this could out. And, the, out. and this could and this could be <laughs> this could be a Chandler Jones like. You didn't tell me that game, you had you know I mean? red yeah. hair or so, that uh, <laughs> quarterback or that you can't throw the ball. Um, so I, just, I, I, mean, I would Chicago rather, sucks, dude. I would rather play Tampa Bay against Atlanta. Um, yeah, yes. Tampa Bay's defense is actually good, and Matt Ryan is uh, he's not as bad as Roethlisberger, but he's definitely on the same uh, path. No, he's Big pretty ben bad. Right yeah, they're right. They're neck and oh, neck. He's, no pun he's not as bad as Big Ben. I mean, uh, if you're only going to pay $100 less to play a defense, <laughs> lot of necks this week. <laughs> I mean, if you're only going to play $100 less to get a defense playing against neck, then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be playing a lot against neck, no doubt. Yeah. So, so the like, Dolphins are my the Dolphins are my core play on defense this week. Well, they're probably going to be right. too. You know what time <laughs> it is. It's hot take let's do I already think you know mine but so I'll go last well the listeners don't well they should by now he was singing do his it. praises just do it fire it out there let's go yeah Put I, mean, it on I, think, there. I think I think Mike Glennon's gonna have 25 plus points or wow. more this week my wow. god alright All right. Okay, I'm gonna well, get really get weird bucks ready. I'm gonna get really weird and this is based off of game flow, injuries, other weird shit happening, but Nahi Himes, 20 points. Ooh, I like okay. it. The dark horse. The dark maybe. horse, right? Maybe they're whooping their butt. Nahim Himes gets all the, you know, the carries in the second half or whatever. Or Houston's clamping down on the run and Nahi Himes is in there getting a ton of catches out of the backfield. So there's 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 an opportunity for it. I think my wild take is Nahi Himes for 20. Look, we don't Damn. call this bull take section for nothing, right? Exactly. That is interesting. I'm looking right now, trying to see if it's happened. I don't think it has this year yet. I know a few teams have come close, but Jim, you stole it right off the very beginning of the show, which I had written down. I think we catch our first 50 burger of the year with the Rams Ooh. putting it on Jacksonville this week. Right. Um, I think they just beat the real shit out of them and send Urban 
back to the swampy bar and realize he didn't get 100 mil from USC. I think it's just going to be all bad in Duval this week. And Urban takes a college job after this week. Is there any still open? Fresno State. (laughs) Fresno Fresno State's open. So Tedford's coming back. Oh, I guess, I mean, he could go to like Oklahoma, but Urban ain't going to Oklahoma. Yeah, Urban's not going. To oh no, dude! Well, he wants he wants Notre Dame, but they're apparently going to fill that. Uh, they want yeah. some guy who like is like this like hardcore Catholic that can go recruit all the big like Catholic Ur- schools in the Midwest. What do you mean? Urban is a Catholic. That's why he retired to spend more time on his faith. Yeah. Hey, he I'm said his hell. He said his hell Marys. He's fucking. He's fine. Well, <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's a good but part yes. about being Catholic, right? You I just, think you know, uh, I think Urban's and. Just a, a rotten spot right now, and McVeigh is gonna whip, smack him around. So okay, well that's good. That's how we like roll. Lose, get get right, twenty bucks ready. Vinny. You lose. All right. So what is it? The straight up Glennon versus Ben DK. Yeah, DraftKings points. points. Yep. Okay. All right. It's neck. It's neck versus fat. Let's All right, guys. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Week 13. Good luck this week. Uh, make sure you're hitting on your plays. Make sure you're tweeting at us, sending your winning lineup so we can retweet you, get you guys more followers. Um, we want to turn Red Zone into a community here so we want to win together because we're all going off the same plays generally making our lineup. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine 29, and DFS Joey Levine. Go to our website at DFSRedZone.com to see all of our content, college content, NFL content podcasts and more spotify apple pod you guys know it share it love it smash the like button good luck this week later guys